So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to Love After Lockup. Ha ha, okay. I'm Miss H, and today Mr. O and I will be discussing Season 5, Episode 8 of Life After Lockup. In this episode, Brittany and Marcelino discuss the break-in, Lisa tries to honey-trap Stan, Amber and Puppy get rid of Sammy's stuff, Brittany and Ray see a fertility specialist, John tells Tara not to come to the wedding, and Shane takes a lie detector test. If you like what you hear, please support us and give us a rating or send us constructive feedback. And if you watch 90 Day Fiancé, check out our other podcast channel, 90 Day MK, Teachable Moments with Miss H and Mr. O. Thanks and enjoy. Hello, Miss H. Hello, Mr. O. How are things going with you? Uh, things are going pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's getting to be closer to Halloween. Yeah, I mean, Halloween is fun, but that also means like my entire... TV gets full of like horror stuff, which is not oh. what you were just talking about before we started. Like horror is not my thing because I think it's boring. <laughs> so I'm always <laughs> like, oh no, there's only horror movies on right now. <laughs> I like to get a little festive and watch a couple horror films. And you know who's really into horror films is John yes. and Christiana. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, go ahead and talk about them first. So we see John parked on the side of a dirt road, leaving a message for Tara, telling her not to come to the wedding if she's using drugs. And he threatens that if she does show up, he's done. Later, Christiana comes home to see that John has decorated his truck with a just married sign. Christiana tells John that she hasn't heard from Tara and she didn't show up at the wedding store. Christiana's mom, Tammy, gets upset talking about her daughter's drug use and says that if Tara is using, then she needs to stay away. John says uh, he hopes that if Tara shows up, she's clean, but if not, they all just need to move on. Later, Carrie, John's elder in the tribe, is singing a prayer in honor of John's wedding as they smoke chinupa in a native ritual. John confides in Carrie that he asked Tara not to come to the wedding, but didn't tell Christiana. John tells him that he's moved past Tara, and her drug use is the only reason why he doesn't want her there. Carrie tells him not to do shady shit, because their marriage won't last if he continues to do things like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so... John is not telling Christiana about his phone call to Tara, considering they all seem, but considering they all seem to be on the same page about Tara not coming to the wedding if she's using drugs. Why do you think John is keeping that a secret? I don't know. I I was actually having trouble figuring that out. That seemed like a secret he was keeping just for having a secret. Like I I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out at all. Like it doesn't make any sense because. At the end of the day, it is her sister and it is her relationship with the sister that has to be mended yeah. and he can't do it for her and he especially can't do it for her behind her back. Right, right. And so, but that's the thing too is Christiana seemed to agree with him like, oh yeah, she shouldn't be there if she's using. Well, if they all agree that she shouldn't be there when she's using, why does it matter that John called and told her that? I mean, it it, it does in that it's like overstepping his place yeah like you're meddling yes right and it was like if he would have said like hey somebody should call and tell her that if y'all want me to do it that's fine i'm happy to do it right if you don't feel like you can handle that phone conversation or whatever he can be like i can step up i can be the one who tells her that i can be the bad guy i I can tell her it was my idea and none of you were involved right that that seems totally fine to me and above board but like not telling her about it and taking it upon yourself to do it anyway is like yes i agree with what you were doing but this is still 
not an acceptable place for you to be. Like, it's not your job. Right. Yeah. And I feel like Tammy would have no issue saying it, too, because Tammy is definitely a tough love kind of person. Mm -hmm. But maybe the reason why John thinks that it would be better message coming from him is maybe he thinks he has some kind of influence over Tara as opposed oh, to Oh, yeah. Well, it was all that flirting, man. That flirting. Yeah. He's got He's got this, you know, I don't know what, even if that was true, even if she was like, ah, you know, she's kind of in love with me, like, stay away, bitch. Like, it's not really yeah. going to help at all. Oh, But, you know, right now she's all totally swacked out, like so. <laughs> yeah. John, yeah, he has some very interesting ways of describing all of that situation. Stwacked or something. I think he was trying to say he was deciding. It was one of those things where he was deciding between strung out and whacked out. And it came out as like swacked out. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but there wasn't a whole lot going on with them. And uh, this might be a weird place in our episode to talk about this. But I was confused because at the end of the show, instead of saying on next time on, they kept on yes. saying this season on. And so it's like, is there some kind of hiatus for a couple weeks? It was kind of unclear. I don't know. I feel like they did the, the same thing a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um, on 90 Day where they yeah. didn't show a next time on. They showed a this season on. But then they came back the next week. So it wasn't like yeah. there was a hiatus or anything. But yes, it does seem to do – it does – seem like that thing they usually do where they take like a random break and then it'll be like season three part two you'd be like oh, yeah okay right right, but right. Then usually when they do that they say like episodes coming in december or something like that at the end of it and they yeah. didn't they didn't no but they showed that uh you know uh christiana john and christiana's wedding it looks like uh-huh. which is in this timeline happening the next day. But then what I was confused about this random trailer that they decided to say was that all of a sudden we see Nicole of Nicole and Deontay like in a wedding dress. Yeah. And you're like, that escalated <laughs> quickly. That can't be in like the next episode. What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely things where it was like, this doesn't seem like it's going to happen next time. Like this no. doesn't. Yeah. And so it did, it did say next season. But um, i tell you what I do appreciate in the John and Christiana storyline is I do like John's friend just calling him an idiot all the time. Oh, yeah. Just Gary? completely like – Great. Yeah. Gary, it's like, dude, you're, you're going to mess up. You're, you're, you got to stop doing this shit. Well, like, he's been around for him messing up because John even admits, I'm not exactly husband of the year. You right. You know, like he can't really keep it in his pants like long enough to be faithful to anyone that he's been married to. He's been married, what, six times? Some absurd number like that? It is. It is. It's just so funny that like his advice is always just like – he's like, well, I don't know. I'm thinking blah, 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 blah. His advice is always just like, how about don't? Just don't do yeah. that. Like, yeah. just just don't do that, man. Just stop it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. So moving on, let's go to – let's go to Amber and Puppy. So Amber is trying to clean up her kitchen, thinking of – speaking of things that escalated quickly. Yeah. Because she keeps getting distracted by Sammy's texts and phone calls. So much so that she calls him to say, stop blowing up my phone and hangs up. Things have definitely not recovered from Sammy abandoning her at the club. She didn't talk to him for a few days after that until it says two days ago he showed up at her place and, quote, flipped out. Whatever he did in this outburst, it was a total deal breaker for her. And now she says she's done with this relationship. So done that she's 
you know, decided I'm just going to peck his shit. So there's a knock on the door and, you know, Amber's worried it's going to be him, but it's Puppy who enters with the flowers that Sammy just left at her door. So now it's Puppy's turn to check in on Amber, who hasn't been answering her calls. So Puppy wants to make sure that Amber is okay. And once that's established, and it's also established that Amber is done with Sammy, Puppy has a plan. She says that guys are always leaving their shit around just so they have an excuse to come back and, you know, try to trap you back into the relationship. So what they need to do is gather all of Sammy's stuff and get it out of there. Things including the cards and notes he's been sending with sappy love poems and song lyrics. It's weird enough. <laughs> what he wrote on the cards is weird enough that Puppy is like, I think this guy might be on drugs. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Puppy isn't sure that Amber is ready to let him go. So she has a plan for a kill Sammy ritual. Now we're going to see what the kill Sammy ritual is a little bit later. And Puppy directs Amber to an undisclosed location, which is thankfully not Sammy's house. And it turns out the place that's going to speed up Amber getting over Sammy is a vivid visit to Puppy's pal, Gary, who seems to run, looks like a dumpster rental facility. And it turns out that empty dumpsters are a great place to burn some shit. So they make a video to, I guess, send him about what's going down. And while they're prepping the site, we get to hear Amber read some of the Sammy's more embarrassing love letters, including such winning lines as one plus one equals one. And <laughs> I pull the plug out of you like a corkscrew. Oh, God. I don't even want to know what that means. Anyway, after they douse everything with lighter fluid, they have a mix up where nobody brought any matches. So Amber improvises a mini Molotov cocktail. And they get the stuff burned good. So later, Amber tells us about in the commercial segment about how she's, you know, had a lot of long history of having such ingenuity. Back in prison, she had three electrical certificates. So she was the go-to person for making things like lighters out of broken hair dryers. And then to sign off, she says she highly endorses this uh, getting over somebody by burning their shit. All right. So what kind of stuff do you think Sammy pulled that like, was just automatic? Nope. Done. We're gone. Absolutely I out. have no idea. But it was interesting because, you know, they did that whole two days before. Yeah. And really, she was saying like, oh, Sammy flipped out on me. But in the video clip, it was totally Amber flipping out on Sammy. Yes. She was doing you know? the yelling. And, uh-huh. Yes. She was definitely doing the yelling. So it's like, I don't know. But I think it was probably him being crazy jealous um, probably calling her names. Whatever he did reminded her of how he used to be. Mm-hmm. And because I think her whole thing about Sammy this time has been like, well, he's changed. Right. I know what he was like and he was toxic and we were terrible and, you know, and before. He was, and he and, was crazy jealous. And yeah. like, I don't know that he – and she does repeat that he hasn't been violent toward her, right? But right, I feel like right. – he kind of like implies that he might be, right? Or in the past, I'm sure he has sure, been. Sure, sure. You know, and so if, you know, you have the kind of the verbal abuse, it's like, well, what You're comes like, after yeah, the verbal I've abuse? Been down, I've been down this road before, sure, right. sure. Right. right. So, yeah, I definitely think there's something that we're not seeing. And, you know, I good for her. I was actually really happy that puppy was there to be there to support her but it also seemed kind of like self-serving in a way because it's like puppy you know she even at the end is like let's make babies like let's go (laughs) home like let i love you you know so it's just like 
it, Poppy still wants to be with Amber, like in whatever capacity that may be sure. at this point, because you know Puppy still has a boyfriend. Um, but I thought it was interesting that Puppy was so convinced that he was on drugs on the basis of his hookah hit, <laughs> which is not drugs, right? Right, and so that's why I was kind of like, okay, I'm not saying he's not on drugs right you know but what i'm but saying like, is how could you tell just based on the hookah yeah hit? yeah he took a really long drag of like a legal hookah like, come on, yeah. man. like okay okay but i mean i wouldn't say drugs but it was like it also seems like his attempts to get amber back were mm. like not good ones because the issue is wow you're crazy jealous and obsessive and it's scary how much you're like totally yeah. obsessing over me let me blow up her phone and like visit her door while she's sleeping and oh, leave flowers gosh. outside of it like oh not good oh, not a good look no, like no. wait he random he randomly came to my door when i didn't know he was there that seems creepy oh, gosh yeah, as someone who has just recently been on the receiving end of an ex showing up randomly to leave a note on my doorstep, it's like, uh, I think it's kind of going back to, and we've said this a few times, the difference between being romantic and being kind of crazy stalker is how the person feels about you. And Amber's not feeling it right now. No. So, no. you know, if she was feeling it, then yeah, she would be like, oh, he sent me flowers and left it on my doorstep. How romantic. But right now, she's not feeling so good about well, him. I she's mean, not feeling it. I'd say so this she's one, like crazy. Why is he just showing up? This one goes a little bit past like, you know, obviously like getting hit on is nice mm -hmm. when they're, you're, you're into it and creepy if they're not, right? But that's something that, 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 you know, isn't the eye of the beholder. This one is like, okay, let's examine why he left flowers mm -hmm. at her doorstep. Why he yeah. left a note on her doorstep. Was it because it was a romantic gesture and he was thinking of her and he just wanted to do something nice? Or is it because she won't talk to him and he feels entitled to be heard and wants to like and, – and so is going to like force his – what he has to say upon her even though she has made very clear she doesn't want to see – hear it, right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. A, that's a big difference too. In that of the reception, like it, it was if it's somebody you're really into and it's your boyfriend and girlfriend and, you know, you talk to each other every day anyway and he's just on his way home from work, stops and puts flowers on your doorstep. That's nice. If it's somebody you're like, right. I broke up with you and they come back and are like, please take me back, baby. Here's my flower. Like, no, that's not nice. It's bad. No. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I think that Amber was hesitant to really try to get back together again with Sammy in the first place. And so I think that's why she's been especially harsh, because she doesn't have the support of anyone that's right. close to her. Mm -hmm. You know, her mom is just like, what are you doing? Like, everyone else is, like, either suspicious of Sammy or just plain doesn't like him. No one is Team Sammy here. So I think it's easier for her to... Uh, you know, take the actions to kind of cut him off at this well, point. Well, she also so, seemed like she made pretty clear to him, this is a one strike and you're out situation. Yeah. Like she's like, I do yeah. not want my old life back. And if it feels like that's what I'm getting my old life back, I'm done. No, I don't want it. Yeah. And to kind of go back to how this all started, it seemed fairly ridiculous that he was going to get that bent out of shape over someone sending her a drink where he pretty much abandons her yeah. at this restaurant. That's so ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah. The point where I can't think of anything that would end well for me as a boyfriend 
if I just left her at a bar because I was mad? Like, right. no, dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's very, very far off the uh, dude, what the hell spectrum. Like, that's going to get right. everybody in trouble. Yeah, but okay, at the same time, do you think that he just kind of trusted the fact that, you know, he didn't completely leave her there by herself. She was there with friends, and so you're going to assume that your friends can, like, take you home. Yeah, I would – I would – I mean, I no, I can't, I can't imagine doing it on any level, but, mm-hmm. like, at least it would have been, like, checking with the friends beforehand. Like, dude, I'm just not feeling great. I got to get out of here. Like, can you take Amber home later? Yeah. Like, yeah, checking definitely. with them and not just assuming with them. We just saw him talking to the producers and then just, like – got in a car and drove off right yeah it's ridiculous i mean she was with sure. producers too so he would assume that somebody was going to get her home but yeah like it, it it's yeah not good but i mean i'm also not a huge fan of burning people's property because you're mad at them <laughs> that doesn't seem like it's um, a uh uh yeah. two, it's like two wrongs don't make a right situation Right. I mean, it's one thing to burn the letters yes. right because that's like that's yours gifts now. or are, gifts yes you sure that's fine. But yeah, you're right. It's like, yeah, how hard is it just to give him back his stuff? Right. It's just total like that. Same thing he did with the flowers. Like I get – Puppy is absolutely right. He was totally going to forget a couple things when he came to get his stuff. Sure. And then, you know, oh, okay, I'm going to have to come back and get this just so we have a reason to talk to her. Like I could 100% see him doing that. So yeah. I get get it all out of here. But just drop it on his – just drop it on his stoop just like he dropped the flowers. Like Right. And then, and then you can, yeah. And like you said, burn all the letters, burn all the things he gave you, gifts and stuff. All the things that's yours. Go ahead, like knock yourself yeah. out with that. Just you can't, you can't burn the man's like entire wardrobe. <laughs> well, he wasn't like living there, but yeah, that was I, his I entire wardrobe. I guess, yeah, sure. Yeah, it was actually kind of interesting to hear Amber talk about like her certifications on the commercial break. Uh-huh. Um, she just seems like such a bright person and i think her britney are definitely one of my more favorite um former convicts sure on this show just because it's like it mostly and i think the basis of it is that they're really trying their best to be productive members of society like working yes you know staying out of trouble Mm -hmm. and like taking active steps to stay out of trouble both of them yes Mm -hmm. yes Definitely. Although I'm sure Amber is definitely more motivated considering that's crazy the amount of time she's on probation for. Yeah. Is that like like 20 years or something ridiculous? Yes. It was something like just crazy long. And she said it was all it was all drug charges, right? Because she said it was an arson, not arson. (laughs) Yeah. She made it very clear, although she does apparently have arson skills now after being in prison. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it means usually just like alcohol and gasoline, right? And then you wet the rag and chuck it in there. I mean, it was enough to get the job done. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's move on to Brittany and Ray. So Brittany and Ray are going to the fertility doctor where Brittany is a little nervous because they have been actively trying to get pregnant since Ray has gotten out of prison. Brittany has kept the secret that she had an ectopic pregnancy 13 years ago when she was 19 where she lost the baby in a surgery uh, where she also lost one of her fallopian tubes. 
Brittany was nervous that Ray wouldn't trust her for not telling him before. Ray is a little mad because he's been thinking about the future since prison and he wants to have three to four kids and this is all news to him. He just doesn't understand why she hid it because the truth was going to come out eventually. Oh I know, gosh, Ray. Ray. He yes. gets it, right? <laughs> uh, this is why also Ray is one of my more favorite people. It's like he's logical, right? It makes sense. It's like, <laughs> yes, Ray, good. You've thought this through. Brittany wonders what happens if they can't have a baby, and Ray says that they'll just figure things out when they know more. The doctor wants to check her fallopian tubes and tells them that sooner rather than later is better for their chances for getting pregnant. Brittany uses this to emphasize why time is of the essence for their baby making. Uh, to Ray, why do you think that Brittany hid her ectopic pregnancy from Ray? Because Brittany is... Because didn't we kind of predict something like this, like when she first teased the secret? Yes, we had, we had, we had kind of assumed uh, a miscarriage. Um, but, right. That would have made things more difficult or there's something right. challenging her getting pregnant or staying pregnant or something. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this one is – and I'm I, I, I certainly no expert on this. Like, I don't know how that works. But it's just – Brittany's natural – we'll get to that in a second. Brittany's natural reaction to anything is to hide it. Right? Oh, my gosh. It's so ridiculous to me. Like, everything. When the mom says, where did you meet this guy? I didn't. Like, where's he living? Not with me. It just it, – it, it, before she's even thought about whether she should tell the truth or not, she's already lying about it. Like, she just is – that's just her natural instinct to do with anything. And and I don't know – but this one I thought was especially egregious because the stuff that she lied about and kept from her parents about Ray, she knew was going to upset them, right? Yes. And, and she knew was going to have a reaction. This one, she didn't. And I just – it seems like something that – by the time you're to the point where you want to marry somebody, it seems like that would have come up at some point. Yeah, but, you know, I think maybe she did think it would affect something because if Ray had been talking about, and even if in generically, right, not specifically with her saying, I want a big family, mm -hmm. I want four kids. Like, if he's saying stuff like that, then I could see how she would think like, oh, well, maybe he – won't be into me because if I can't give him four kids, he might want to think about marrying someone else, you know, and not settling down with me. So I can kind of see how she could see that as like maybe a possible deal breaker, like uh, something on the con list. Yeah, it is. But that's one of those things that it's like if I know certain things are deal breakers and for many, many people, kids – no kids is understandably a deal breaker and it should be. Yeah. Right. It really should be because you can't just work out with somebody like it, the worst thing people do is have kids they don't want. Right. Right. And, right. But so it seems to me like I'm, I, you know, when I was out there dating, I was very upfront about like, no, I'm done with kids. I'm done having kids. That's not going to happen. If I, Cause you need to know that up front. If it, it, it just makes more sense. Why would I want to get into a relationship and, and have this develop into something that we love and then still have to break up because we don't agree on kids? I don't understand. I really don't get it. Yeah. No, you're no, you're absolutely right. But I think everyone kind of has like the Sean mentality going into it. Like, well, let me hide who I truly am and what I truly want to attract the kind of person I want. And then once I've won them over with my winning looks and personality, then 
then I can be completely honest and they will love me enough to accept these things that I want. So I kind of feel like that's what a lot of people kind of have this Sean mentality going into it. Like Brittany's thinking like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to hide this from Ray. And once he sees what an awesome partner I am and all these other things that I can bring to the table, then it won't matter so much to him that we might have troubles getting pregnant. We may only be able to have one or two children, right? So I think that's where a lot of like people who hide things like that that are like big things, right? And like even what you're saying with dating, I do think people hide the fact that they either have kids on dating apps. I see it all the time, right? That they either hide the fact that they have kids or they say they don't know if they want to or don't want to have kids. And I think that's to keep all options open where in their mind they might think oh i just i want to have kids or oh i don't want to have kids well then why are you wasting everyone's time by not being upfront with what you want because you're just thinking oh well, i'll just win them over and convince them later it's like yeah but th- those these things you're right they're deal breakers and they should be deal breakers right i mean because that was the same way i definitely wasn't a it already kind of seems suspicious when people put it in their profiles like i want yeah. kids i don't want kids but like you know, I, I have kids and that was like first five messages. One of the first five messages is going to imply the existence of my kids, <laughs> right? Yeah, like- and I think it's like better too now, like when apps actually have like a, a thing for that, right? Because a lot of them don't work. You don't have to just make a profile. It says, how many kids do right. you have? What religion are you? What? <laughs> yeah, you could just say like, have kids, don't have kids, have kids want more, have kids don't want more. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's really helpful um but what i find unhelpful is when people don't fill that out at all and it's just like and then they end up having kids and it's just like oh my gosh what are you doing well it seems to me i guess it depends on ages but at the age where we're at the assumption is have kids unless otherwise unless otherwise told (laughs) like oh i know right yeah that's Uh, I think that's fair enough. But I think what's also annoyingly frustrating is then you have these guys that have pictures of their nieces and nephews, Uh. and then they'll, like, say in their profile, it's not my kid, it's my niece and nephew. Why are you even showing that? And you know what? I know what guys would say. I want to show women that I'm child-friendly. It's like, oh, my gosh. That doesn't need to – you don't need to lead with that in your dating profile. Yeah, just put up the dog picture if it's not your dog and move on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that one's just a that one's just a play, but anyway, Co, I was com- yeah. I am interested about this because they visited this fertility doctor or whatever, right? Back to the show, uh-huh. actually, and yeah, it's like what been two months, right? Uh-huh. And again, I am not no expert in this at all, but doesn't like isn't it usually work like one ovary does one month and then the other ovary does the next month and they kind of flip yeah, back and forth. I thought so, so if yep. one of her fallopian tubes doesn't work, then they've – if it's right. been two months, then they've missed one chance to get pregnant. Right. And right. they're like, get up to the fertility doctor now. It's like, do you? like? Right. And I think I want to even say it's been three months. But even then, like yeah. let's say it's like you're on the off chance where it's like the working one was on the uh, the middle month. Right. You're still you're still kinda okay. Yeah. I mean yeah. most most I think I feel like most fertility doctors won't even see you until it's been at least six months, depending on your age, of course, because as you get older, mm-hmm. it's like, well, we gotta get this done quicker. Yeah. What I thought was so ridiculous too is when they're showing Brittany and they're saying, Oh, you know, I got pregnant when I was nineteen. And then 
then the picture they chose to show of her when she was 19, it was not of her pregnant. It was no, her in this little was crop top. Skinny. Like with, yeah. yes, skinny Britney with like her just like all looks like she's going clubbing or like is out. And you're just like, what a weird picture to show. I was 19 and pregnant. Okay, let's have Britney in a crop top. <laughs> it was definitely like, I was 19 and definitely could get it. See, this is how I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that was very weird. Yeah. So, um, all right. Let's go on then. Let's move on to – oh, really short. Brittany and Marcelino, right? Okay. So, short but weird. So, after all that went down last week, Brittany, Brittany and Marcelino come home and Brittany is really chomping at the bit to talk about it. So, Marcelino starts to rant about some stuff but Brittany wants him to go outside because he doesn't want to wake up the kids. I don't know who was watching the kids before this but anyway <laughs> – and so as they kind of go outside, he's just like, you know what? I'm done with this conversation. So Brittany goes outside by herself, just walks into the pool fully clothed with a lit cigarette. Oh, goodness. For, uh, God knows what reason. Um, but I think that that's the time also to remember she's that she drunk? was drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Evidently, eventually Marcelino comes back to explain that he's not really mad at her per se, but he's scared that her a- actions like that, you know, trying to break into his house to, you know, show this punk Robert what's up, is just going to get her in trouble again. She says she understands that she didn't really handle it correctly, but there was a lot of stuff that was stacked on each other going on there. But at the end of the day, he says he loves her and just doesn't want to lose her. So he wants to put this whole incident behind us. So Brittany tells us in an interview that it's very hard because she's never worked so hard at anything in her life as this house. And now she feels just like a total failure. All right. So I don't know. How many times have you ended up in a pool fully clothed? Uh, Once. And it was after a race, um, and it was a Ragnar. And um, the, where I had to end was uh, at this, like, community center, and they had a pool. Uh-huh. And it was so incredibly hot, and they just, like, let the pool open with everyone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So um, I was, like, just took off my shoes and socks and was, like, about to, like, get ready to go in. And they were like, you have to take a shower first. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I took, like, a shower, like, fully clothed Uh and then just, like, walked in the pool and laid face down in the pool because my face was so hot. I was just trying to cool my face down. That's fair. So, yes, just once. All right. Let's – (laughs) <laughs> One more than me, because it was it was if it was me in this Britney situation, I totally would have taken. I totally would have been naked first. <laughs> naked in a pool, different story. Like yeah. clothes in a pool, like no. Yeah, yeah. Ask me how many times I've been naked in a pool. Zero times. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if it's a backyard pool, like at a beach house, and just with one person, sure. Like why not? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- I mean that if it was my pool, like if like, literally if I was in this situation, even if I was drunk, I'd have been like. All right, I'm getting in the pool. I'm just going to take my clothes off and get in the pool. Like, there we go. But yeah, like, it just seemed – and the cigarette thing was weird too. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I don't know when she lit um, the cigarette. Like, was she already in the pool when she lit the cigarette? Did she light it beforehand? It's just very weird editing. Right, definitely. Uh, I actually really like them together. I think it was – just like really sweet to see how they kind of resolve their problems because yeah they're coming at it from different ways but marcelino was able to eventually communicate like he needs like a bit of space we've already seen this a couple times this season where he gets upset leaves the house comes back 
And then, you know, once he has a little bit of space, we'll say to her, you know, like, oh, I'm worried because of this. And it's because I really love you and I worry about you. Right. And he's able to communicate that. And I think it's just really sweet. And yeah. they're definitely one of my more favorite couples. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they definitely, they're both, you know, they have their little, you know, moments where they don't do the thing that I like sure. the best. But at the end of the day, like, they care about each other and they're not total idiots like most <laughs> yeah. of I, like my last remaining couple. Let's put it that way. <laughs> We're going to get to it right. later. Gosh. But like, or like Sean and like, we just see so many people who are just like complete idiots and neither of them are that. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're like, they're doing pretty well for themselves. Let's not get us wrong here. Because yes. I mean, look at their house, look at their beautiful family. Right. They, 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 they have a, they have a have backyard pool to, to walk naked into. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I definitely feel like they could maybe get a more stable, like, job situation. Like, Marcelino's whole, like, I'm a gambler. That seems like a weird job. Right. And at least Brittany's trying to get, like, a legitimate thing going. Like, right. Stable job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of weird side hustles, let's talk about Lacey and Shane. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So Shane is taking his lie detector test because Lacey thinks there's something shady about Sydney from the gym and she wants to get to the bottom of it. Shane is skeptical that a machine can t- actually tell if a person is lying, but he's doing it for the marriage. Lacey is concerned because Shane has cheated on her in the past and she is still talking to John, even though she's insistent it's just talking. Lacey wants to know if Shane's been flirting with other women and what is the real reason Shane's turning her down for sex. David, the polygraph examiner, promises that she'll get some closure today after the exam. Shane gets hooked up and takes the test, and the result says that he's lying on having a secret he hopes Lacey will never find out about and lying about Lacey uh, and his location to be with a man for sexual purposes. Lacey is shocked by this revelation, and she just can't think. So she ends up uh, leaving the room. Shane wonders if something he could have done, like fidgeting, would mess up the results, and David just flatly says no. Lacey is upset and doesn't really want to know if Shane's bisexual and what he's doing with other men. Shane then rants in the room, saying that he looks like a piece of shit on national TV because he didn't disclose to David about him having an OnlyFans and doing things for money for other men. Shane tells us that he's flirted with men, saying that he will meet them face-to-face, but he really has no intention of actually meeting them. He makes it clear that he is not gay or bisexual. Lacey comes back into the room, and David defends Shane, saying that, you know, because Shane didn't quite elaborate or tell him the whole story, it kind of looked like Shane was lying, but it sounded like there was a good reason behind what he was saying. That wasn't as, you know, uh, scary as Lacey was making it out to be. So then Shane tries to deflect this entire situation and asks Lacey to take a test. Lacey gets in his face and asks him if he really wants to know she cheated since Summer has been born. All right. So uh, he claims. Okay, so one of the things that came out of this is that he has a secret that he is keeping from Lacey Uh that he hasn't, you know, told her about. Mm -hmm. What do you think that secret is? And did you think that Lacey knew about his OnlyFans? Well, I thought the secret was the OnlyFans. Like that was the secret. Um, And I don't – I think – hmm. It'd be hard for her not to know about it. 
Uh, That's what I was going to say, because she's the one who started on OnlyFans, and he was co-starring with her on her OnlyFans. Like, that was a whole thing. Right. And so it it seems like if he started his own and he's advertising himself as, you know, Shane from Love After Lockup, which is what he would do, like, that would – Somehow come up on her on her account somehow, but like you know, people you might right. want to follow, related like people, like you know, like that. I think the AI would figure that out. Forget about that. Like she probably wouldn't care if she's doing it and doing it with him. Why does he care if he has an account and she finds I out? I think she's extraordinarily homophobic, and she and if okay. she found out he was flirting with men, she can flirt with men all she wants. That's normal. If he flirted with men, she'd be like, she, she, I, I, that's the impression I got because as soon as it came out that it was like with men, it was like mm, – and he that's why he hit it. Like he – I don't know if it's her or him or both of them. Like uh-huh. I feel like if he had an OnlyFans where he was flirting with women, she would know about it. It would be totally above board, nothing going on. But when he found out he could make money flirting with men, that's what he felt he had to hide. Like and I think it's definitely oh, like internalized homophobia. Um, from him huh, and like possibly outward homophobia from her to being like, you can't mm-hmm. flirt with guys. That's gross. That's unnatural. That's eh, no, I don't want a guy who like wants guys is, is teasing guys. That's gross. Like, um, eh, I mean, money's money, right? Oh, no, it's like I sex feel like work, that. I mean, I don't, it, I, yeah, if somebody, if, if somebody's going to pay you to, for fake flirting, like who cares who it is? Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter like at all. I mean, that's right. my opinion of it. My personal opinion. Um, I would think it would be her opinion of it, too, because she just wants him to make money. Right. right? And if he's making money – and that's the other thing, too. Why is he making money with his OnlyFans and, like, not sharing with Lacey? She thinks he's just being a deadbeat. That, to me, that to me is the bigger question. If he's making money on this, where's the money? What are you doing yeah. with that money? Right? Right. That's right. going to be – a bigger issue of yeah, why are we why are we struggling? Why are we doing this? If you're making you know this this bank on on OnlyFans, but yeah, it just seemed like as somebody, and also it just seemed, came across as super hypocritical for her to be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what you do. Like that's all she that's your literal job. That's the only way yeah. she makes money, right? And and right, that just right. seemed like super fake um, for her to be that upset about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then I thought it was just all weird, too, when she was, like, getting in his face. Like, you want to know? You really want to know if I cheated? It's like, uh, yes. I don't know why this is turning all weird. (laughs) If you did, I want to know about it, right? Because she's going to fail it because the one thing he's going to ask is, have you talked to John? Like, if he wants an actual lie detector test and he says, what do you want me to ask her? He's going to be like, ask her if she's talked to John. That's going to be a question. Right. Yeah, but I also think that she wouldn't lie, that she would just straight up tell the polygraph guy the truth. And I also think that she would just say, well, I never told you I wasn't talking to him. Uh-huh. I, like, she'll turn it around, you I know? guess, which is, like, crap, because she did. And like, like, I don't know if she did directly or if it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so now I'm getting punished and I'm in the wrong and you're in the right. Because I wasn't suspicious enough of you to ask you this directly. You, but you were right. suspicious of me to ask me directly. So now I'm the one who's lying and you're the one who's not. Like, so that that's... Well, I can also see her saying this. I only started talking to John once I saw you were talking to Sydney. Yeah. Which isn't wrong. Like, but I can see her using that as an excuse. You know, like I would never have talked to John if you were also, talking to Also, I noticed the, the qualifier too. That was a little weird. Do you mm-hmm. want to know if I cheated on you? Since summer has been born. I know, right? 
<laughs> well, because, I mean, they did do the flashbacks of her, like, making out with John. <laughs> but, you know, and that was after her and Shane were married. But at also, evidently, after kind of like a weird breakup that wasn't necessarily a divorce, but maybe like a temporary separation. Sure. So I don't know if she would consider that cheating because technically they are married. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just there. It, it's weird. <laughs> that whole thing is just yeah. so weird. And especially because yeah, we know right. that a lot of us, a lot of it is being hidden because I'm actually surprised that they mentioned by name OnlyFans. Right. That is something they've been yeah. pretending doesn't exist in this storyline. And like oh, outside of it, we're like, we know that these are like OnlyFans people. Like I know. I think it's funny that like even in this episode, they have her listed as mom model. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, I guess technically you could say you're a model if you're camming for people on. That's one way of putting it. I guess, but right, it doesn't. It's not like it cam girl. They're not gonna put cam girl up there. Internet yeah, entertainer. I don't know how you could spin that? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah, I don't know how you could spin that to be like something that entrepreneur. Yeah, it doesn't make the average person, impl- you know, figure out what it right? is. Yeah, I mean, a model is as good as any. All right, so yeah. let's move on to other people who are really bad at the internet um, and talk about Stan. Oh, gosh. So Stan is sad. So he leaves early in the morning to go have some time to himself on a random park bench that is way too tall for him. He's like on his tiptoes. He can't even even hit the ground. So he's confused because his relationship with Lisa is all fighting and nastiness. But, you know, when he was with his wife, Jean, things were always just so easy and there was no fighting at all. So he takes his time to watch an old video of her and chokes up watching it. As he leaves, he says he wants to reevaluate what he's doing with Lisa and maybe wipe the slate clean and give it one more try. But then we cut to Lisa in an empty house, which gives her the opportunity to snoop around. After seeing an email with a email, it looks like his email's open with a bunch of new messages, she gets a brilliant idea to trap him with a fake Facebook profile. So that's where we get to God, meet. What is it with all these honey traps? Jasmine Portella, <laughs> who is oh, basically just a disembodied pair of boobs. Like that's literally what she used for the profile picture and everything. It's just it's just boobs. So as Jasmine, Lisa likes some of Stan's pictures, and as soon as as soon as she does, uh, his notifications ding as he's trying to talk to producers about I don't know something in the car about Lisa being more emotional or something. But anyway, he gets distracted talking to the producers because he wants to start texting and driving and talking to Jasmine, and uh, Lisa's curious of what he's going to say. So Lisa is now all in on this Kefit situation and is messaging him as Jasmine. So we don't see or hear all of the messages, but the do ones we do are not good for Stan, who starts off by saying he's looking for a gal or something more. Lisa says that he started almost right away with the sex talk and wants to meet up that very day. She says he, she feels dumb for giving him, you know, more and more and more chances. But right now, you know, he might have won the battles, but she's won the war. So we see her messaging and she's asking about his co-star, which is presumably her, and about how she does not want to meet at his house because it seems like he's too cheap to spring for half of a hotel room. And all this while, they keep cutting back to Stan trying to answer these messages while driving around. So oh as he pulls up, he's talking a big game about – she is talking a big game about he's he's going to knock his ass out and bury me in the prison yard, blah, 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 blah. All right. So in all this, because I paused this 
many, many times to like actually read the yeah, messages. Yeah, I did too to read the. Why um, do you think so many messages were blurred out? I I don't know. Uh, maybe because they contained addresses. But and- usually, when they do that, they just blur out like one thing. Like we were. Right. Um, I wonder if like I don't know because it seemed like all of you could read her messages, but not very many of his. So it's hard to tell exactly yeah. what he was saying. Right. And then a couple of yes. times we had Lisa reading something out loud that was something she had written and they kind of yes. made it – they kind of were trying to make it sound like it was something Stan had written. Right. Like maybe we should get together this afternoon. And it was like she clearly wrote that. Right. Or uh-huh. she said something like looking forward to this afternoon and that was something she had written. So I don't see – I can't even – I tried in my head to come up with the scenario that – where her responses in context could have been to something remotely innocent on Stan's part, right? Right, right. And so he's clearly in the wrong, but I just thought it was an interesting choice. Yeah, I'm wondering if it was like a consent thing. Maybe Stan didn't consent to having his part of the conversation on there, which seems odd considering he's a cast member, but that would be the only thing that I could kind of think of why they're not allowed to post like what he had put. right mm-hmm. but and like stan definitely was trying to do his image rehabilitation tour yes, on this absolutely. episode totally because you know like at the beginning when he's you know uh, reminiscing and missing his ex-wife fair 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 i'm not saying anything against it but then it's like they're trying to make us forget the fact that he's just some creepy old man trying to hook up with really young women yes. well, and being really gross and it was about crazy it. how it was like the way, this way they cut it was in the middle of him being like i just want a deeper emotional connection to ooh boobs hey what's up here like, i know right <laughs> hey ooh let me like, like this you're a gross old quick. man like, so yeah, like quit trying to fool us into like <laughs> thinking you're something different because you're not, no. you know. So yeah, it's it was interesting to me. So I definitely feel like <sighs> Stan. Maybe he's starting to realize at this point how he's coming off as gross. I don't know. Maybe he's starting to see some of the previous episodes where he's talking about his sex dungeon and like. Oh yeah, he's you know, he's seen last like last season and is like oh. Right. Like, I just sound just like a like, gross old oh. man. Like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he tries to come off like he's this gentleman and everything. But I don't know. It's like, I don't know if he's really fooling a whole lot of people with that whole gentleman act if he keeps on continuing to pursue young women. And then he probably already remembers what happened in the church. Like, Lisa's on camera saying that he's like paying for sex. Yeah. You know, and so he probably already, you know, sees the writing on the wall that he is not coming off as a sympathetic character in any it's way. Just his, his in- so this incredible is- lack of self-discipline is, is what's so crazy yeah. about it. Like you'd think mm-hmm. – okay, yes. You'd think if he's trying in the middle of his image rehabilitation, in the middle of saying like, no, I really want to have – an equal, you know, loving, caring marriage with this woman like I had with my old wife. This is what I want with Lisa that he would at Mm -hmm. least keep it in his pants when the cameras were around, right? Like, Oh, I know. (laughs) Well, even then, I don't think he was really thinking that they were all going to know what he was messaging. Clearly, Stan doesn't know how technology works. No. 
And he keeps on, you know, he was like, what the heck? And it wasn't like he was narrating to us like, oh, I just been getting a no, message. Like she was, yeah. You know? <laughs> So I I just I think that he thinks that he has control over his narrative in this show. Uh-huh. And I think that when he's kind of realizing like wait a second, they're kind of filming some not so great sides of me that I wouldn't be surprised if he just decided like no, I'm not going to consent to you, you know, being able to post my part of the conversation. Maybe. I just it's also as a person who's not on TV and does not have yeah. this weird image problem on the show that I'm on, mm-hmm. like, I, you know what I would do if some random person who didn't even have their face in the picture liked some of my pictures? Absolutely <laughs> not nothing. message them? I would not interact <laughs> with that person at all. Like, yeah, right. Like, That's a bot. That would be my – that would be just my gut would originally be like, that's not a real person. I don't know who it is, but it's yeah. not a real person. Jasmine Portella, not a real person. I know. That's such a fakish <laughs> name too. And I apologize to any Jasmine Portellas that are out there, but it just – it doesn't seem like a super – like legit name in combination with the kind of profile pictures that were being presented there. Right. I mean it's 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 vaguely Italian, but like I don't know if it's really Italian, but it's also got like that Jasmine. Uh, well, I mean, listen, Lisa knows him pretty well. Like I could see him be like, yeah. listen, he likes Italian women and he likes strippers. So Jasmine Portella it is. Boom. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Oh gosh, Stan. All right. Um, okay, so we did not hear from Deontay and Nicole and, Sean and uh, Sarah, Sean and Sarah right. this time. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, we're going to get lots of developments on both of those ends based on our little preview we had at the end. Oh, did you finally get to see the – they had two different kinds of commercials. <laughs> I just fast forward to So fast. they had the cartoon looking okay. one. And then they had a new one that I also thought was equally bizarre. It's like, who is making the commercials for this? Like, I think they're calling it Love During Lockup. I think that's what they're calling it. So they had um, this uh, woman on that seemed more of an actress than she did a legitimate cast member. And they had this woman on and she was um, basically she was the one who was dating the inmate. And she was, like, they kept on focusing, like, on her nails. Like, she had this, like, manicure and her designer purse. And she was, like, very blonde Mm -hmm. and kind of looked like, uh, you know, your OC housewife type. Okay. So, it's just, like, I don't understand, like, you know, what this commercial is. I don't don't really understand, like, this is how you're going to advertise this show. It just seems so weird. All right, I'll have to go back since you said it was on this one. Hopefully, I can find it. I think I might have watched a different like recording of it though, because mine records like three times before I watch it. Because like every time it's oh, on, so really? I'm like, it's like choose a version. I'm like, ah, I don't know. It's like choosing your fighter. Like choose which one to watch. I'm like, oh. I just pick one. Okay, so who was your student of the week out of uh, this? I went puppy. Like I did. I know too. she's kind of self-serving, and you're totally right with that. Yes, but. Mm-hmm. First of all, she didn't seem high this episode, which is an improvement. Yes. Um, so when uh-huh. she's not, she is uh, seems like one of the more fun people like to just see on she's screen talking fun. and stuff. She's thoughtful. And I thought that this is how you should support your friend. Right. Totally. Right. She said mm-hmm. all the right things. Um, you know, she tried to do something. And I think it made Amber feel better at the end. Yes. You know? Yep. So, yeah, I agree. Puppy. 
Okay, what about your dunce? Uh, Stan. I, I also went Stan. Like, Stan was the obvious choice here. What are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Especially when you know she suspects you. You know yeah. she thinks you're messaging other people. And to, like, go out of your way to me- message a new person to add another ball to juggle into the air. So okay. dumb. I just will so say dumb. this. I just remembered this. Um, when you pause to read Lisa's messages, didn't it kind of sound like the, the fake Jasmine was trying to propose some kind of threesome? Mm, I did not think that. Because I thought it was like, I there. thought it was something about the co-star, right? Something about yes. what about your co-star, right? Yes. But I thought it was kind of being like, oh, when's she not going to be around so you can sneak out oh. and come and come see me? Because she also, <laughs> I thought it was funny how like cautious she made Jasmine too. Like, mm-hmm. like there was clearly a message where she was like, oh, I got this hotel room, you know, and I'm assume you'll come and reimburse me for this app. So first of all, Jasmine's trying to get money out of out of them. And second right. of all, like there was a message after that. And she was like, I'm not crazy. I'm not coming to your house. <laughs> like, yeah, you that's the, the other thing that I thought was funny. It's like, how does Stan not see through this? Like, who says things like you will reimburse me for the hotel? Is that like a common thing? Because I was gonna say that's a Lisa move, right? Lisa was trying to get right. him to reimburse her for the hotel. Yes, it's just it 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 doesn't. I guess it was her way of being like, no, I want to make this. I want to. I want to get to this character and make her more realistic. Somebody who's not just going to show up at this dirty old man's door, like mm-hmm. ready, ready to do it. Like so, they had this whole hotel set up. It was interesting, and I, I, I made me really want to see his end of the of the text. But yeah, I had taken that as being a that's um. Because it's different though, right? Now, if, if mm-hmm. it's a situation where he's trying to set up a threesome, all of a sudden it's not as <sighs> cheating as it was before. It was, right. hey, babe, I have this – I have something set up for us, right? Yeah. It's, it, it might be something she didn't want, but at least it's it's not cheating in the same way as if you're trying to set that up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, so what was your life lesson? So um, my life lesson is that uh, lie detectors are bullshit. They're <laughs> not scientific. You can't use them in court and you shouldn't trust them. At all. Like, and I think my theory is the only one this one quote unquote worked is because everybody who was filming it and production and everything knew about his OnlyFans and yeah. knew he was lying when he said those two things and was like, right. told the guy, like, hey, say that he was lying about these two things and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my life lesson is uh, having to do with John. So when dealing with your partner, you just stay out of their family drama unless it directly involves you. And I say that also from personally, my sister's husband, when they were just dating at the time, so my brother-in-law, future mm-hmm. brother-in-law, um, he tried to intervene with oh, some yeah. arguments that my sister and I had had when, um, you know, they were just dating. And I was just like, this doesn't involve you. Why are you trying to like, Why you know, are you and I get to me. Exactly. He was yeah. trying to mediate the peace. Definitely. So his intentions were good. Uh-huh. But it's like, yeah, why are you inserting yourself into this family drama? Like, I, you're not even really – even now I would be insulted. Now that he is technically part of the family, I still wouldn't appreciate him inserting himself into drama that doesn't include him. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's totally right. Um, unless if – it, if it involves you and possibly if you were specifically asked to do mm-hmm. it, right? I mm-hmm. can see that that is okay. But that's a – even that's more of a gray area because like yeah. pretend – let's pretend in your situation that your sister said, oh, I'm having this issue with Miss H. Could you say something to her? 
right? Yeah. You didn't know that. You're just like, seems like you're yeah. poking your head into stuff that doesn't bother, that doesn't involve you. So yeah, I don't know what you're here. doing. Right. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So we will be back hopefully next week. I mean, as far as I know, there's a new episode on next week. Yeah. As far as I've seen, um, usually they, um, you know, do that thing where they're like, come new episodes back, blah, 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 blah. And they didn't, I didn't see that at all. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I will say that we may be um, a day or two later than we usually are uh, because I'll be out of town. So we won't be able to record on a Sunday like we have been in the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. So and Mondays are out. So because we do 90 day on Monday, so it may come out on Tuesday next week. So for a couple days late, I hope you all will forgive us. Right. Yeah, you, we, we'll give you the money back that you paid for this podcast. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Math lesson right there, right? <laughs> all right. So uh, we will see you all sometime next week then. All right. See everybody then. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs>